0: Hey kooks, are you learning how to surf? Who am I kidding? We're all still learning how to surf. But do you know what a kook is? If not, tune into the KookCast for a first-hand glance at your host kook. That's me, talking with my guest kook, Julian Raguzzi. In this week's episode, I tried something new and video recorded the entire discussion we had while we sat by the fire sharing beers at George's Lighthouse Cafe. Head over to thesurfcontinuum.com forward slash kookcast and check it out. But don't be a kook and put it on while you're driving, okay? Anyway, if you've ever kooked it, or just like to laugh when other people do, stick around. This podcast is just for you. I'm sure it's obvious by now, us surfers love to spot a kook, but don't get all panicked and nervous about going to the beach, because we all kook it at some point. So hang on to your swimmies and get ready to learn. The Kook Cast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom, one story at a time and hopefully offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, from the surf training and education program, The Surf Continuum, where I work personally and virtually with all types of surfers to cultivate proper technique, fundamental skills, and education on how to read waves so you can surf for life. Let's head over to the lighthouse, say hi to Julian. Hey Julian, how are you? Hey Chris, very good. Well, it was a pleasure getting to meet you the other day and go for a surf. Um, I really enjoyed that session we had together, I found you to be very strong, lots of endurance, Thank which you. is absolutely necessary in surfing. Um, so tell me about a little of your background, if you could, uh, you seem like you're comfortable in the ocean. We went out on a day that was not small, you know, not huge, but I wouldn't just take anybody out on a day like that. So true, basically I've spent a lot of time in the uh, water, since I'm
1: like, Basically, I was born in the water. I was born like in the south of France, in Nice, and so it's on the coast. And uh, I was living on the beach pretty much. And uh, yeah, I know, like I have to swim before even walking, you know. Mm. So I spent my life—I mean, all my childhood—like swimming and doing all like this like, kind of water sport and like wake skate and wakeboard, and which was really, really cool. Uh, that's why I feel very confident in water. Mm-hmm. Sea, Sharon river, whatever. So yeah, I really appreciate it, and I feel like a big bond, big relationship with the water. So I love it.
0: Mm, yeah, that's really necessary, yeah. and it, it makes all the difference when you're trying to surf, to, to feel that connection to the ocean. When it's foreign, you know, it's so much harder to, to learn the skills you need to learn because you're so overwhelmed with just the ocean, just by itself. It's you know, true. never mind the skills, and the fundamentals, the techniques. So what a great head start and you proved my point because I was able to tell you all these techniques while all these waves are hitting us and it was sure. short period swell so we had a peak here, peak here, you know, and, and just dodging set waves, dodging stand up paddle boarders. It's it's pretty funny. But uh, so any you know, what's funny to me though is that you seem comfortable in the ocean even though you do wake surfing, wakeboarding, but those aren't necessarily in the ocean. You know, how yeah, did you I saw get that the,
1: on the lake, down the river or just like giving some example as like water sports uh-huh. but yeah like I did like some other sport like in the ocean like um, uh, I can not remember how you call this like with the big sail and uh, it's kind of a surfboard oh kite surfing I guess no, it's ki- not kite surfing wind surfing um, yeah maybe windsurfing. Wind surfing yeah
0: with the, it's a mast attached yeah, to the board one. oh okay my wind father surfing. did that
1: yeah it's cool yeah. Really, really cool and some sailing boat as well like catamaran oh beautiful this kind of things uh, my father's a huge cat sailor it's very cool. Very, very nice. Like, mm. then you can see like, the sunset, the sunrise from the middle of the ocean and mm. the sea. It's really, really cool.
0: Excellent. I and so this. when did you start trying to surf? So I started trying to surf last summer um,
1: because I ended up coming like on, um, in Montauk where like, there's, uh, it's a good surf spot. And, um, and I have some friends living around and they are like actually a surfer and have been surfing for quite a while. They just took me in the water. They just, like, lent me a board and just told me, like, just, yeah, try. Just give it a whirl. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. <laughs> so that's how I Very started. Cool. I just did, like, yeah, a couple of times last, last summer that was cool just to feel, like, the first sensation. And that was really, really nice. And, like, a couple of days ago, I got the chance like, to have, like, a, a lesson with you that was really, really interesting. And I learned, like,
0: good tips Wonderful. Can you tell me uh, what was your, what did you like the best, or what was your favorite tip, or what stuck with you?
1: I think the m- very most important it was like to take a turn as soon as you're on the wave. That that was really something I didn't know. That no one didn't really tell me. Mm-hmm. And you told me that I really focus on like catching the wave and make a turn. Pretty often, like on the left how is, I feel the waves and the wind in Montauk to make a, a turn on the left. And I did it and I really feel something crazy. Like, mm-hmm. you just coach the wave in a white ray And as you said, like, when you coach it in the right way, you make a turn, you don't even think about standing. You just come right away. It's like, like the wave push you, like the, the, the movement, it's, it's all like in harmony and you don't even think about it. Whereas, mm-hmm. when I first tried my friend um, told me a couple of things, and I was really focused on trying to stand on the board, which is I think is exactly what you should not do. Mm-hmm. It's just like, as you said, like just coach the
0: wave, make this turn, then everything. Absolutely, and yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's that's definitely a, a kind of a trademark of my style. I, um, you know, I want people to, to learn how to surf, so that they can do it on their own. And the way that you do that, of course everybody has in their mind, surfing is standing on waves and riding the waves. But I, I relate, I, I use the analogy that standing on a surfboard is like pushing the gas pedal of your car. It's so easy to do. Anybody can sit in the seat of a car and push the pedal down and go. That's true. But steering the car and, and going down the road and staying in the lane, now that's something you have to learn how to do. Now surfing, it's like having this car Next to you is the cliff and on this side is a wall. So if you don't steer that car properly and you only push the gas, you're gonna go over the cliff. So what's more important in surfing is not learning how to stand up because as I said, it's so easy to do. Anybody can push the gas pedal of the car. But what you need to learn is to control where your board or your car is going. And then you can push the gas and really have fun. But the most important thing is first, like I was saying to you at our lesson, to learn to steer your board and stay on the wave, stay on the face in the pocket of the wave where is the power. If you are just trying to stand, and stand, and stand, and stand, progression will come very slowly, you know? And you won't be making your way towards the power of the wave where you need to be to have a successful standing ride. So, that's That's why I teach that analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought of that one because the client I was working with, when I thought of that analogy, uh, loves his cars. He loves that, (laughs) so I was like, "Hmm, "How can I? How can I give this guy Uh, a good?" Very well done. Yeah, (laughs) it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Great. Um, Let's see. So I uh, I was thinking how, you know, so. Well, I should say, before I move on, actually, just wanted to give a shout-out to Mike Torriero for letting us use his his really nice spot right on the ocean, on the point. I don't know if the the sound will pick it up, but that's the foghorn blowing every few seconds for the mariners so that they know they're coming to land. Because, you know, in the fog, you can't see the lighthouse, so they have the foghorn blasting. So I'm not sure if that'll be in the audio, but it's just a nice, actually, I like it, a little sound, a part of the environment that we're in. Yeah, that's cool. You know, at the point in this this salty ocean town, you know. Um, so thank you to Mike for this location, this beautiful fire that he built for us. And, uh, yeah, so let's get on with it. Welcome to the Cast. Um, we're sitting here and enjoying our time together, having a beer. Yeah, and uh, so now tell me, tell me uh, do you have any funny stories? Because we love funny stories. <laughs>
1: <laughs> funny stories about surfing? Yeah, well, anything.
0: About... Learning Learning water sports. Because, you know, when you learn... The whole idea of this show is that when you're learning to surf specifically, but any, anything you learn, you make some funny mistakes. Yeah. Um, so so surfing, true. you know, like putting your leash on the wrong foot or the, your ankle, for example, <laughs> I mean, your wrist, for example, you know, or your fins are in backwards. Hold on. I know one for you guys. <laughs> The way that you roll up to the beach with the surfboard sticking out of the back of the BMW with the, up in the air. Yeah. That's perfect. Something like that. <laughs> we love that, by the way. We, we, I have to show you this account on Instagram, and uh, it's dedicated to taking pictures of all the kooky moments people have. It's called Kook of the Day, and there has to be... Mm, oh, I don't know, hundreds of pictures of people in their convertibles with surfboards in the back seats sticking up in the air. <laughs> I mean, that's the only option. Well, that's the only, well, yeah, and that's, and so the idea of the show is to laugh, but to also embrace it and be like, hey, listen, we're just trying to go surfing, you yeah. know, and this is the car I have and these are the boards I got. That's how it's got to be, you know, exactly. and I, I just get a good kick out of it and it's great fun to see because, you I know, kind of like it actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the funny thing, you know, we love a kook. We love yeah. it. And we're all, this is the word we use for these situations and people, kook. kook. You know, and, um, and that's why the show is called The Kook Cast. Um, because it's all about those kooky situations. <laughs> and that they're not something to be embarrassed about, but rather laugh about and enjoy. You know, and, yes. and have good fun uh, with your friends laughing about. Uh, so, anything come to mind like that?
1: Um, actually, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it's pretty much like... It's not really about surfing, it's more about, like, wearing a wetsuit, okay. which is not really my size, a <laughs> bit too tight, and it's kind of squeezing, like, the part you don't want to squeeze.
0: <laughs> and you're a tall guy, it must be hard
1: to find a wetsuit for you. Actually, I found one, but, like, the thing is, that, yeah, I didn't, like, I don't have any, like, equipment or anything, and uh, I just, like, borrow everything for my friend Brian, like, the surfboard, the wetsuit is a bit, like, shorter and smaller than me, so obviously that's funny yeah yeah <laughs> but like next week I'll come back with my, my my like my wetsuit
0: other one a full body so I get warmer and uh, that'll be cool the, uh, that reminds me of a funny story my first wetsuit when I was a kid I get cold so easily I wear wetsuits all year long even in the summer and so when I was a kid I really wanted a wetsuit and I didn't have one so that limited my surfing and whenever I went surfing I, it was only for a short time so for Christmas my parents got me a wetsuit, a used one. And it was also a woman's wetsuit. (laughs) And it was also a size eight, and I was 10 years old. (laughs) So it was a little too big. It was neon yellow, neon green, neon pink, (laughs) and it was too big. But as you can imagine, I was so excited. Because now my surfing could last hours longer per session, and I could surf for three extra months you know, now that I had That's this wetsuit. Yeah. So for me, I I, I liked that business, it was pink yeah. almost, you know, it was the greatest <laughs> yeah. thing ever. Yeah. But when I look back on it, I can't help but laugh and, and you know, think how funny that was to see this, this little 10 year old boy running around with a women's size eight wetsuit. <laughs> and of course it has neon <laughs> colors, <laughs> couldn't even be all black. That was actually very trendy at this time. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you know. It was probably this just after the, like tri- the um, 90s. So I, let's see, if I was 10, that would be uh, 97. So we were just starting to be too cool for neon colors. Yeah. Maybe I was looking like, you know, just still in the, the, cool, <laughs> the cool era. But. That's a funny story. So, and then what's, what's the best wave you've ever caught? Because you're, you're a beginner surfer, right? Yeah. How, long have, you, how long have you been surfing?
1: Like, or trying? This is on like... The only time was with you, like a couple of days ago, and uh, last summer I went like in the water, let's say five to ten times maximum. Oh, wow, yeah, like, so you're fresh. fresh very, fresh. very, very fresh. Yeah. Um, the three first times I was just by myself with the boards without really knowing what to do. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty good at feeling the water and the waves and how it works, so I kind of surf. Like as a bodyboard, he used the surfboard as a bodyboard. Surf on my knees, surf on my chest. That was actually just ride waves. Yeah, actually cool, like to feel the the sensations. And um, yeah, then I met my friend. I mean, I was with my friend Brian, and uh, he 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 gave me these tips and tried to explain me how to to ride a wave in the proper way. And yeah, so like to improve a little bit after each session. Of course, yeah. Still like very beginner, beginner.
0: Yeah, 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 and, of course, um, of course. Well, it takes a long time to not be a beginner in surfing. Hey, Mike, say hello to everybody. This is the kind man who let us use his establishment for our podcast. Uh, we're super stoked that we got here. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so it takes a long time to, to move out of the beginner realm in surfing, huh? As you know now. Yeah, it's true. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's great. I'm so happy to have met you and been able to... Cheers. To cheers, be able to, to go out in the water together you know, and, and get that session in. I really do enjoy, I'm an education major, so surfing is not just my passion, but education. Cool. Good education. You're very really good you know. at that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, I, I do care a lot about it, and I spend time thinking. It's important thinking. the way you explain things very, very well, like... Slowly, like, it's very, very easy to understand. Slowly? Oh, that's good. Because sometimes I feel like I have so much to say that I'm like, you got to do this, and you got to go here, and don't forget your position on the board, and your... (laughs) I get so excited, I have so much to say, so I try to control that. No,
1: actually, like, English is not my mother tongue, and for me, like, you're very, very, like, easy to understand. Oh, excellent. It's really, really cool. Because, actually, I have, like... I can understand English, like, British people more easily than American. Oh, really? So, yeah, I, I moved to America, like, uh, to New York, like, a bit more than six months ago. And, uh, yeah, I realized that sometimes it's very tough, like, especially with our common friend, Brian. mm mm-hmm. So many things to say, and it's just, like, use so many slangs, and he speaks so fast, I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 <laughs> wait a minute. Whereas, like, when now you? When you're expensive, when we're in the water, and we're, like, like... It was like a, a distance between us and the, the, the noise of the waves and some other people around, so it's, it's not like right now or it's very calm and you can hear each other. That
0: was, it's different in the water, and I really understood everything you said. That's great for.: That's great for me to hear. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, I'll have to make sure that I continue to do that, um, because yeah, on, <laughs> communication is a major part of my job. Yeah, yeah. so I, I'm glad I, I'm being understood. And you know, and some of these concepts in surfing, like the turning left, what you were describing yeah. before, you know, we call that setting the rail or engaging the rail. Even just the concept, even if you're a native speaker, English nat- uh, native English speaker, the concept is still hard to understand or yeah, grasp. So to have it be your second language on top of that can really make it difficult. So again, mm-hmm. I'm happy that you were understanding and we were making some progress there. And I can't. I was so excited on that one wave where you really set the rail. Yeah. Because when I describe this technique and this principle to people, they begin to do it. And of course, like any beginner would in any sport or any new activity, um, you know, you never do it right the first time. Yeah. So it was really exciting for me to see you after just a few tries of setting your rail to actually get one where you really set it in the pocket of the wave, on the middle, on the face, without going out to the bottom, and fly down the line. That was crazy. It's an incredible feeling, isn't it? <laughs> it's the best feeling. It's addictive. It's the best feeling yeah, ever. Yeah, it's great. So now that's what I want you to chase when yeah. you're back out there on your own and you're working on yeah. your your practice and surfing. I want you to continue. Remember, yeah. that's what you have to do. Don't just catch the wave and stand up. I know you can do that. Oh, it's so crazy
1: because, sure, I've been trying like, as I said, like t- about ten times, like just standing on the on the surfboard and like, sometimes it was cool. Oh. I ride the wave on my knees on my. It was, I got like some sensations, some feelings, that was great, but like what you told me in like basically an hour, or just like making this turn, and when you did it, when I did it, it was like something so different as mm. I did
0: before. And now I, I really understand like what surfing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it lengthens your ride, too, because you know, a wave is very dimensional, you know, has well, multi-dimensional. So it's moving in towards the beach, it's breaking down the line, So there's these multiple directions that you can go. And with a surfboard that has fins, if you paddle and catch the wave and you don't take control of the board, there's only one way you can go, especially that you have fins on your board. You're gonna go straight down the wave and straight to the beach. But that's very limiting because as you go that direction, the wave is getting weaker and weaker. However, if you make that turn and follow the wave down the line, a different dimension of the wave, the length of the, the line, not just the direction of the wave towards the beach, you discover a new source of power that's it dying much slower and in some cases actually can grow and get stronger cool. you know we call those waves growers and and so that's the goal of a surfer is to navigate the wave as you get better at surfing you you are able to stop thinking about the skills and the principles mm-hmm. they become automatic and then you can focus all of your attention on reading the wave and because every wave is different it's exciting every single time you know and in some cases on some waves you have to keep fighting to get down the the line fast and fight for it and go hard other times you have to be patient and move away from the line and give the wave a chance to get stronger and then come back to it but this is the beautiful thing that surfers do when they are fluent in their abilities with the principles and skills the basics and 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 then reading the wave becomes your main goal your main you know drive and boy is that fun that's 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 the goal and that's what you begin doing now with turning now you're starting to see and you're going in the direction where the wave is and as you're turning i want you to look at that wall keep yourself on the middle of the wave which is not so easy to do you don't just put yourself there and stay there because when the wave changes, if you don't change with the wave, you'll be off of it or in front of it. Mm-hmm. So you need to adjust with it. And if the wave starts to get steeper, c- hug into it tighter. If it gets backing off, come away from it, you know, and and discover these ways of staying in the pocket, we call yeah. it. I started to taste the feeling. It's yeah, like, yeah. You well, you're know. on your way. I'll tell you what. And I'm just so impressed, I really am, with your ability, you know, especially only having served five or ten times last year. Yeah. That's not a lot. I'll be very honest with you. That is... That is... Not a lot at all. So where you are now and how you manage to paddle and paddle and keep paddling out through the waves, that whole session we had together, I was really impressed. Cool. Thanks, man. Especially, you know, being that they were good-sized waves, not just tiny little waves. So thats it's always a pleasure for a surf instructor to have a, uh, somebody who is strong, has endurance, and doesn't need babysitting, you know, and I have to cool, come yeah. into you and give you encouragement yeah. and coach you out there, which I, I do and I'm, I'm happy to do. Uh-huh. But when someone like you comes along, it's just like, oh, Yes, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Easy time for me.
1: Actually, just remind remind me, like, um, another point that is very important that you taught me, like, the other day, that I never did before, when I was, like, trying by myself, is watching the wave. Watching the wave that you're catching. Mm -hmm. It's, like, basically what I was doing before is, like, so as I said, I kind of understood Tend pretty pretty well, like how to catch a wave and which one is good, which one is bad, when to start swimming, and what I was doing is like when I would see the wave pretty much like started swimming like when it would be closer to me, but kind of waiting that the wave catch me
0: mm-hmm. more
1: than the opposite, mm. whereas now I'm doing the other way around i'm just like, I see the wave. And I watch it
0: until I catch it, mm-hmm. which makes a big difference. Sure, sure, yeah. And as you're paddling, you're talking about also looking over your shoulder. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know that's the nature of waves is that they're changing. Every moment that they move closer to the beach, they feel a different part of the bottom of the ocean, which is also not perfect. Yeah. And that's what changes the wave. Yeah. The energy of a wave is going down to the ocean floor, and what's causing it to grow and grow is the ocean floor getting shallower and shallower. Yeah. And of course, that, that ocean floor is uneven and different in every spot, sure. so you have to keep your eyes on it when you paddle for it so that you can be prepared for what that wave will be doing when it actually gets to you. Yeah. And you'll, you'll be much less surprised when you, you know, take that look at the wave constantly as you're going for it, and it gets to you, and if it's lurching or backing down, you can make uh, changes in your, your uh, approach to catch the wave you know sure. when it backs down you paddle harder to make sure you catch it or if it's really starting to stand and get steep you can angle harder and faster and everything in between of course <laughs> Yeah. that's a good point Like here, you told me that it's very important absolutely yeah. yeah looking at the wave looking at the wave and that's essentially what I was just saying before is that um, the job of a surfer is not necessarily the skills and the principles it is the beginner surfer is their job to learn those things. Mm -hmm. But your goal as a beginner surfer is to learn those things so well, just like a language, it's fluent. And you don't think about how do I say this word, like you think in your language, how do I say this word, and then translate it and say it. No, no, it's just fluent, it comes out. And then that way you can just enjoy the conversation. And in, in surfing, same thing, when you just know the skills and they just come out of you depending on the situation, then all you do is look at the wave. And you're doing whatever the wave requires from you. Yeah. You know, and if it's a bigger wave, or it's a smaller wave, a steeper wave, a faster wave, a longer wave, a hollow wave, I mean, the, va- the, the variations are endless,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, right, for that. <clears throat> and then that's when surfing really becomes fun, when you're just looking at the wave nice. and doing whatever the wave wants you to do, I can't wait. Yeah, and that's, that is, yeah, that's the goal, and you, man, I can't wait to see you surf. even just by the end of the summer, you're going to be shredding. I'm so ready. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> I feel like surfing is really like the best water sport like it's I mean it's more than a sport it feels like it's um it's a lifestyle yep yeah. and I love that because just surfers seem to be the coolest you know like <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I think like, so too <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's so healthy it's a good workout um, you're in the best harmony with the with the water and I, like actually made of like 60 to 70% of water and I'm sure like the relationship between like the human body and the water is like absolutely crazy we don't know anything about it mm. that's why I really feel very very good when I'm in the water but like
0: surfing on top of that is just like the coolest thing ever yeah I really, I actually, so when I started surfing, I was, I was younger, I was 10 or 11, and what attracted me to it was first how cool it looked, yeah. you know, that, yeah. was, that was why I started surfing, <laughs> all honest, I, think like I was like, I want 90. to look cool. 90% of the people just <laughs> <laughs> of that just love surfing. But what I discovered after I got a board and I was like trying to look cool is that I actually really enjoyed surfing too, and that whole pursuit, and man, when I look back on how I learned to surf, I don't know why I kept going because I was failing for a long time before I actually found some success. And uh, I guess I was just motivated to be cool. (laughs) (laughs) But in the process, I discovered that it's actually such a beautiful connection to the earth, you know? You feel uh, good. You feel so good after like a surf session. Yeah, you really do. And it only builds and gets better, you yeah. know. As you as you improve and you're more proficient, and you you can look at the ocean and know what you're gonna do, what your strategy will be, where do you want to sit, what waves do you want to catch, and how you're gonna do it, it just becomes more and more enjoyable. You know, it becomes your your canvas, yeah. you know, or your 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 art, and it's yeah, it's in, inexplainable in some ways. Mm. So this is actually, there's some surf spots right around here, okay. just around this lighthouse, yeah, and all, it's not very frequent that the waves come from this direction to hit right. this area, but uh, yeah, we have waves all around here too, well, nice. great stuff. So where do you go surfing? Do you surf like... Well, I surf with the waves are the best. Okay.
1: You know? <laughs> and that's,
0: that's another aspect of surfing is, um, it's, you know, in the way that snowboarding, you can go to the mountain you choose. It's true. in surfing it's, it's a little bit more the mountain chooses you or the mm-hmm. waves choose you. You, you I mean there's days of course where the swell is going to all different places and you can surf all different places um, but the way I feel is that one of those places is most appealing to me I can check multiple beaches and I'll see a wave that I really want to ride you know. and when maybe one wave is nice, it may be big and clean and, and beautiful but maybe a little mushy another wave can be closer to the beach and steeper and barreling or tubing, you know, and that's so much more appealing to me. Right. So, uh, And and so those days are great when you have your choices, but a lot of times you don't have a choice. The best wave is at one or two places, and so that's where you need to go if you really want to surf the best waves. And I think that's that's a a fascinating thing, you know. More like fishing, where you follow the fish. You have have to be aware of the environment and, and go to where the fish are, you know, and a surfer has to go to where the waves are and cool. you know you can't just go surfing here right now the waves aren't here nice. you know they're not coming from the right direction yeah. So you'd be a fool to force it and try to paddle out there yeah, true. You know, like trying to go snowboarding down a hill without snow <laughs> I guess you know if I want to keep making my analogies <laughs> I guess you can tell by now I love analogies I like it too <laughs> it <laughs> I makes feel, so much sense actually. yeah I, f- I feel that people, people to understand. Like, yeah crazy. I feel that it helps people to understand aspects of surfing uh, because they understand the principles, but they just don't realize it. You know, like you understand why you need to go left yeah. on the wave, but you don't necessarily know why at first. Until I explain, it's like driving a car. Mm-hmm. The easy part is standing, yeah. pushing the gas. Yeah. The hard part is staying on the road and don't going off the cliff yeah. and staying safe. You know, and then it's like, oh yeah, of course. I don't want to go off the cliff. <laughs> so yeah, the analogies, I love them. I'm always looking for a new one. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to love it, too. What a good spot. Yeah. It's beautiful, isn't yeah. it? It's great. Yeah. I can't believe you've never been here. No. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess you are new. I got a lot of good places to show you. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> I'm so ready. yeah <laughs> Cool. Yeah, before
1: it's more the sunset
0: will be good. And yeah, visible maybe. Yeah, visible. <laughs> yeah, it's, that that be nice to have a, a visible sunset. <laughs> but like you said before, you know the dusty kind of gray air is. It's, it's cool. It's got it's got its own appeal. It has its own it's beauty. Simplistic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. Light up a fire. As. Oh, it's a perfect day to be here in the fire. Yeah. It's perfect.
1: I Even walking on the beach, you don't see around, like, just, like, don't even see, like, six feet from you. Like, it's so cool. You just feel, like, lost in the middle of
0: nowhere. <laughs> like, just he- hearing the waves, and I like this feeling. Yeah. You obviously have to be very comfortable with the ocean, too. I can see it in you that, you know, this is a feeling that would actually scare people, you know? Yeah, so I can imagine. it's it's It's... it's it's um, it's just nice, you know, to hear that and see that in people because I feel that a lot of times I'm training people to first, before I even teach skills, to learn how to get comfortable in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and I've, I've, you know, everybody's different, and I have no problem to start wherever they are. But it's just so nice when somebody already has the comfort in the ocean, Yeah. you know, and, and that, that um, yeah. you know, that, 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 well, just comfort, you know, awareness of the ocean and, not, and no fear, you know it makes it so much easier for me to do my job (laughs) (laughs) I can understand that people can be like scared of
1: of the ocean of the sea it's like it's so powerful it's crazy like a wave even a small wave it's it's crazy how powerful in the energy there is in a small wave Mm. it's it's moving like such such a
0: big amount of water and yeah 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 you know like that energy too is not just what you see above the surface no, but it goes down too and across yeah. so yeah and again coming back to that surfer's job to ride that wave and stay with the power what a beautiful sport yeah. we're lucky to do what we do oh yeah <laughs> i'm very lucky
1: how big is the, um, the biggest wave you ride?
0: Well, if I'm going to be a tough guy, I would say 10 to 12 feet. Okay. And if I'm going to be an honest guy, I think I would say 15 to 16, you know. Really? <laughs> but there's a, there's a funny thing that happens in surfing. Um, you know, when, when you talk to your friend on the phone and you say, like, oh, hey, how are the waves? How big are they? He's in this position where he could say what he thinks and sees, you know, and maybe it looks six feet. But then you show up and you go, it's not six feet. What are you talking about? You know, like, come on, it's only four to five feet. Um, you know, and then there's this whole, uh, the Hawaiian culture. I've heard from a lot of Hawaiians, and they judge waves by the back. They, they, they judge how, how tall a wave is because from the back of the wave. Okay, I do not know that. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I'm not sure how real it is. I have very little experience with Hawaiians okay. and Hawaiian culture. Um, but that seems to be the general consensus, And it's interesting to me because there's many waves that can be very big on the front and very small on the back. Mm -hmm. So it seems awfully misleading to me. So, for example, if one of my friends told me, oh, the waves are one to two foot, this being Hawaiian, I could show up to the beach and find a 20-foot wave, you know, and I'm like, I don't want to surf that. And that's one to two feet? It's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, so you find that in surfing there's a bit of an ego that happens. And so even you know, non-Hawaiians like me and my friends, when we're talking about the waves, we try our best to not be too honest, if that makes sense, <laughs> you know, to be a little humbler. So yeah. if we think the waves are head high, like, ah, waist, waist to chest high, occasionally head high, maybe some head high waves. And then that way it's a win-win because when your friend shows up and he sees a lot of head high waves, it's like, Oh! There's head high, uh, it's really good out there. What are you talking about? Waist to chest high. It's it's epic, you know. And so you'd prefer that than to be like, oh, dude, it's head high and bigger. Yeah, and then they get true. there and they're like, come on, yeah, what are you really, talking yeah. about? You you don't know what you're doing. Di- you know? <laughs> it's just a uh, you know piece, a little piece of the culture you know yeah. that's, that's un- underneath all the, yeah, that's the surface stuff. Uh, yeah, but you know, not too big. I'm not much of a big wave surfer. They, I mean, those waves felt big to me. You know, 15 yeah. foot wave um but here in the northeast you know i i live on long island i spend uh, like eight months of my time here in new york Uh, we don't get that big of a waves you know and i try i surf whatever comes our way you know Uh, but it doesn't get that big here Mm -hmm. very very infrequently and and even sometimes when it gets very big it's not a great wave to surf you know it can be just closing out or disorganized or whatever it may be um I've only, those w- the waves that I've surfed that have been that big have been on the West Coast where the geography is much more suited to handle big waves and all that energy. Like you said, you know, a little wave can be so powerful. Imagine a, a big wave, how yeah. powerful it can be, yeah. and that can overpower a surf spot and, and just break horribly. So you need uh, good surf spots are not just where the waves come in, but also where the geography receives the swell you know nicely and and breaks it lets the wave break in a way that's good for surfing and you know there are those spots they exist here but they rarely get very big rarely if ever and by some people's standards they never get big so on the west coast where the the bottom of the ocean drops off much deeper and allows the waves to come in their full force closer to the beach and then the geography allows the waves to bend around, or you know whatever it may be, to keep organization in the swell. It just creates a lot more opportunities to surf big waves. Okay. You know, so you're you're going to be hard pressed to find big waves on the east coast. Okay. You know, um, but yeah, the biggest waves I've surfed are in Mexico. All right. Yeah, and and that Pacific Ocean energy, you know, it's a much bigger ocean, so there's much bigger, sto- yeah, much crazy. much much more space for the storms to send their energy. And uh, create cleaner, groomed waves. What's the biggest wave you've ever surfed? <laughs>
1: I don't know. Maybe like, let's say four feet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Well, we were surfing that day was, uh, I would say, two to three foot. This is honest. Two to three foot, occasional four feet. Um, but the difference, you know, two to three feet, four feet occasionally, it doesn't sound big. But on the East Coast, it's. It can be a lot to manage, yeah. because our period, the, the interval between the waves, is very short. And so, you know... That's specific to the East Coast? Yeah. Okay. It, well, it's not specific to the East Coast. There can be short period swell anywhere, mm-hmm. but we get a lot of it. Okay. That's mostly what we surf, yeah. is short interval swell. Um, and what, what that creates is very peaky conditions. So a wave can break here, and here, and here, yeah, and, that's here true. and here. So when you're paddling out, it's much harder to read the lineup and to navigate and to avoid waves and to, and to paddle out easily. Whereas in other spots that have much more cleaner and organized um, swell, it's easy to find a, a path and you just stay on that path and stay out of the way of the waves. And the waves will be breaking along this, this shallow spot here and you can just go around and paddle back yeah. out there. Yeah. <coughs> it's a pleasure to surf. Yeah. But it's also a skill to be able to surf these short periods well. So again, coming back to why I was so impressed with you, is that though the waves weren't necessarily big, they were very close together, yeah. so breaking one yeah, after yeah, yeah, the other yeah, yeah. very quickly, so and that. very disorganized, you know? And even though they were glassy and clean on the face, one wave's breaking here, and, and the next peak is right next to it, yeah. and then there's another one in between behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's just very scattered, and it can be overwhelming for somebody who's not a strong paddler, or, or who just doesn't know how to find the right spot on their board all the time. <clears throat> and somebody who, you know, frequently moves out of position on their board, is going to have a very difficult time, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, moving that's through true. the lineup. You know, that's, and that's fundamental, this yeah. paddling technique, is being able to stay in the same spot of your board, and when you move, to return to it, mm-hmm. so that you can manage those kinds of conditions. Yeah. You know? Uh, and, and so, you don't, seem, you don't strike me as a man who's afraid of many things, but do you have any fears in surfing? Is there anything that when you went surfing... Made like gave you a fear, gave you a shock.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, the thing is like I think I would feel like very
1: comfortable if actually Nice, where I'm from, would be a surf spot because I know the bottom of the ocean, of the sea everywhere. It's a Mediterranean sea, it's not the ocean, so I know all the beaches. I've been like swimming, diving, scuba diving, whatever. So I know familiar. everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm so familiar. So I would be like very comfortable. I know where the rocks is. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm I'm kind of scared about it's like the, the rocks. rocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, just came in the water like I don't know like 10, 20 times, and I don't know anything about like the coast. It seems like sandy sometimes, but there's rocks around mm-hmm. and. That's what I'm scared about. It's just like, if you, if you catch a wave, and you ride it, and until where you can go, where is the rocks,
0: that's, that's kind of my fear in surfing. Mm, the so, rocks, yeah. yeah. That's a common one. That's yeah. common, you know. Especially being unfamiliar, You know, you, you're not sure. But the good news is that if there is a wave breaking, and you're on the wave, not at the bottom, and not going straight, if you go straight there's a risk yeah. <laughs> but that's if you're on the face of the wave, for the most part you 're safe, and you can see ahead of you before you get to it, usually if there's a danger, but even still, that doesn't frequently happen, definitely not here. Um, we rarely have a rock in our yeah. f- in the face of the wave, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and it 's just the way the dynamics of waves work. Mm-hmm. they only break in water that 's a certain depth mm-hmm. so if you're on the wave, you can be sure that the water is a certain depth below you and, and there's your safety. This the, the danger comes in when you're riding waves straight to the beach. And then you're getting in shallower yeah. and shallower and shallower yeah. water. And eventually, you will find a rock. Yeah, yeah. So even more encouragement to make that turn. That's set true. your rail <laughs> so you don't hit a rock so sure. and stay on the wave. And, and that'll, that'll be good for you to... Uh, you know to avoid the rocks, but yeah, we do have some rocks. You know the jetty over there. You remember the yeah. the little jetty? We didn't really go too close to it, um, but you can. There's occasionally where the waves will bring you close to that, uh, and and that's just when you you know you really want to start practicing very early your controlling skills, being able to pull off the wave. Yeah, it's the same thing. The turn, just do that turn again over the wave. You know, and, and um, that's a kick out. And we use that when we see something ahead we don't like, or the wave is over and kick out. And when you're able to do that um, you know, easily or fluently, as I like to say, it gives you so much more confidence. Yeah, and can, then yeah, you yeah. can see the rocks just right there, and you'll still go. Mm-hmm. Because you know that no, if you get yeah. too close, you'll just kick out.
1: That's nice. yeah actually my biggest fear is like uh, rocks. And uh, yeah, the rest now I feel like pretty confident. Yeah, yeah. That, well, like I said, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't
0: see many fears in you. I saw some waves just break right in front of you. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wonder how he's going to do here. And just charged right through it. <laughs> I was really proud. <laughs> you know? It's nice not to have to worry about you know, who I'm with. Yeah. Because some people, I have to be right there yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah, of course. You know, and, and babysit yeah. and, and give them the confidence and give them directions exactly what to do and it can be stressful because sometimes there's no time to talk about it, you know, I have to get myself sure. through the wave and just let them get washed away. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, surfing.
1: Yeah.
0: That was excellent, Julian. Thank you so much for being on the CoopCast. Of course, man. Thank you so much for inviting me.
1: Yeah. That was this- so cool. Like. We like, like being here, like talking to you, it's like so easy going. Mm-hmm. and learning a lot about surfing, and it's so interesting. Great, yeah, I'm so happy so to know. hear that,
0: and that's the whole idea here of the Cast is to, well, number one, embrace the cookery, you know, and laugh about you driving around with your surfboard sticking out of the back of the convertible, <laughs> yeah, learn a little something about surfing, you know, and, and enjoy the time, enjoy life, and then this beautiful place that we have to, uh, to sit and talk about it. It's true. I'm so ready to give you like some more funny things that are going to happen to me. Oh, I'm sure they will. You know, we can do another episode and cool. you'll just have to remember the funny things that happen to you so we can talk about it some more. Anytime. <laughs> Great, well, uh, that's the, that's it for the show. I'm Chris, Coach Chris. I'm your host. And uh, you can catch me next week with my next guest. Cheers. You.